0: Hey now, this is Jesse Smigel, and you are listening to the Sin City Artcast. What does that say? Applesauce? No. It says applause.
1: Okay.
2: Are we ready? Yeah, we're on. Excellent. (laughs)
1: Just make sure you're talking into your microphone.
3: You're listening to the third episode of Sin City Artcast. And
2: we apologize. What do
3: we apologize
0: (laughs) for? Thank you, and
1: we're sorry.
2: Thank you, and we're sorry.
3: (laughs) We're not even that drunk, but we will be Uh, It's the day before Halloween, Uh, so that makes it the 30th. Everybody excited about Halloween?
2: I am. I am. It's my favorite holiday besides (laughs) Christmas and Thanksgiving. (laughs) PJ's
3: not into Halloween, but me and Gina definitely are.
2: Yes.
0: Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday.
3: For the obvious reason that there's a lot of food involved.
0: That's it. (laughs) And we have a family tradition of uh, about taking six steps away from the dining room table, collapsing on the floor and napping, and then getting (laughs) up, and then going back to the table and eating more, and then... Again, collapsing and I'm coming on over. The floor. It sounds great. It, it's yeah. amazing.
3: Well, let's jump right in. I'm going to let Jesse introduce himself. You talk about uh, how long you've been involved with the art scene downtown. We're going to talk about his big atheist show, which is the topic on today's panel. Jesse Smigel, take it away.
0: Oh, cheers. Uh, howdy to everybody out there in TV land. I guess it's radio land. <laughs> Uh, internet. Name's lab. Jesse Smigel, internet. And, uh, the internet. The internet. The internet. Oh, I love the. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. it is a podcast. I do, I do feel like it's, uh, it's sort of futuristic. Uh, <laughs> jokingly, when we were trying to put this together, uh, Gina was saying, Yes, we're going to podcast on Sunday. And I said, Wow, wh- where are we podcasting? It just seemed like such a weird question to text message to somebody. In but, somebody's uh, house. This
3: time we're trying it in my house for the sound quality. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be more compressed and sound cleaner.
0: It seems nice. We have Casa these, de Roberts. We got these nice <laughs> ceilings here going on. Well, that's one of the reasons why
3: I was hesitant to do it here, but...
2: We'll th- see. There's
0: lots of art on the wall too. Right uh, it's to the it's like All we're like
2: it. a traveling circus. We just go from place to place until we find right. some place comfortable. that will be our thing. <laughs> we'll we'll never
0: settle in. No. Who knows?
4: it's
1: no. it's like when the uh, NPR shows go and travel, and they're like, yeah, we're coming to you from Indianapolis this <laughs> week. <laughs> right. Live from Danny Roberts' yeah. living room. <laughs> we, we should do that. We should just get host theaters. Yeah, you know.
2: yeah. Well, more people's houses.
3: Soon, our art cast won't even be about the downtown art scene no. anymore. We'll no. just we'll be somewhere else every yeah. single time.
2: Where are we? I don't even know.
1: So Jesse, tell us yeah. more about yourself. <laughs> um, introduce yourself,
0: Jesse. Why well, uh, What do you have to do with the art scene? I, I I'm not too particularly sure. Uh myself <laughs> and Gina, I guess, uh we uh we share responsibilities, uh curating uh shows at Blackbird Studios. Um I've worked for the local theater industry for uh quite some time. Um I've seen like you currently, working on that. You've mm-hmm. seen me working on the You do massive theater? work, like oh, giant yeah. Yeah. Yes, sets. In yes. yeah, they are massive. Um I currently work uh, uh part-time at the Lion King and uh that's a that's a hell of a job puppet maintenance and repair department which would sound kind of boring but actually it's uh, no, the best awesome. department No that sounds awesome You yeah. say wait
1: puppet maintenance and repair and repair <clears throat> uh-huh
0: So Zazu comes in and says, "I I got some wing problems." (laughs) I
1: I want you guys listening to know that Jesse's making arm gestures like he has a puppet on his hand. He wants to be a
2: puppeteer.
3: In fact, I insist that he speaks through the rest of the art cast doing that the entire time.
2: (laughs) I I, I do speak with my hands,
0: and uh, yeah, I think we're gonna miss out a lot. uh, So
3: we're having regular hand puppets that need repair all the time.
0: Well, not necessarily hand puppets. Um, Zazu, the Zazu character, actually is uh, a bicycle brake. Um, and a couple other uh, Kevlar lines that are manipulated by, um, by the fingers to operate the eyes and mouth and uh, uh, wing gestures of Zazu as the actor delivers it around stage and, and has Zazu sort of act out some bird like uh, mannerisms.
3: Is this, is, is this like a very distinct kind of job? Can anyone break into this? Or is it, I mean, I've never heard of someone who, you know, repairs puppets and you know yeah. what I'm getting at?
0: Yeah, I would say it's a uh, it's it's definitely uh, a strange job to get right. into, and, <laughs> and definitely uh, I didn't want to
3: say it was strange like an in insulting
2: way. It's perfect for Jesse. the the
0: the skill orientation for it. it it's funny if you go into uh, any of the theater art um, sort of job applications online. If like, if you're going to Cirque or uh, or any of the other major casinos, and, and you go to oh let's check out oh what what job openings do they have? And you go to props department. Every other thing is like okay, costume department must have a knowledge of sewing and uh you know, finishing costumes and repair and whatnot. Oh, sounds totally reasonable for somebody who's who's gonna go into costumes. How about carpentry department? You must, you know, know how to work with wood, uh must know how to weld. And you're like, oh, that seems pretty reasonable. And then you go into props and it says you must know how to sew, uh build <laughs> right. carpentry, weld, uh small electronics, um you know everything. Yeah, like absolutely everything in your repertoire and it's really weird that that uh, job title is sort of a. it lends itself to so many hats but uh, yeah you can't put your thumb on what the That's hell cool. somebody has to do with that it was actually a really great interview um they they looked at my portfolio and said oh my goodness uh you're you're kind of the person that we're what, looking for what, is what did
3: your portfolio have in it at that point
0: oh ridiculous stuff from uh, my time at the judy bailey um most recently i've worked at the judy bailey for about the last three years um Right after I got out of uh, uh, the BFA at UNLV, uh, I took a position at um, the, the Judy Bailey, a local theater here over at the UNLV. Uh, I was a carpenter over there and, and scenic artist. Really loved it. It was an amazing thing. Uh, I mean, as far as being a commissioned sculpture artist, yeah, that's cool when somebody comes up and says, hey, uh, you know, can you make this giant thingamajigger? And you say, yeah, and you put together a bid and you hand them a, a price list. But when you're working for the government, for the UNLV, they just say, uh, hey, can you make this? And you say, yeah, you know, I'm going to need these, uh, you know, these materials. And this materialist is kind of expensive. And they say, yeah, 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 just get it done. So as this, as a sculptural artist, you get a drawing. They ask you to make it. And they have all your materials covered. And you just get to hang around all day and make really cool, awesome. giant, awesome, crazy stuff. It was... Uh, it was a dream come true. It was really great.
2: That's awesome. I have a question for you. Um, What's up, Gina? I know that for you know years you worked at Judy Bailey at UNLV, and you were you know expressing your creativity in that way. What brought you? What what made you decide that you were going to contribute to our Las Vegas Arts District? Because I remember when I first met you, you didn't really have anything to do with the Arts District and didn't really you know have any ties there. But now you're you're very much a a part of the the scene downtown and and, uh, you're doing a lot of things down there. So explain that. People are curious.
0: One of my first jobs um, here in Vegas um, was working for a world-renowned artist. Uh, Her name was Austin Wood Comro. She invented something called Polage, which is polarized light collage. Um, She lives now on the the south end of Las Vegas Boulevard. And uh, my brother and myself uh, worked for her. Actually, kind of funny story, was my brother was about uh, 18, and I was about, I guess, 15 or so. My dad said to Austin Wood Comroe's husband, David Comroe, hey, my son's my son's looking for some work. Do you have anything to do in the shop? And David Comroe says, ah, you know, maybe I... Maybe we could have him sweep up some stuff, you know? Hey, yeah, he could sweep up some stuff. So my brother shows up and he starts kicking ass at everything, hey, can you wire this uh, electric motor to this can back display? Sure, what, well, no problem. I'm Jacob Smigel, bing, bing, boom, done. And uh, David Comrow soon realized that uh, Jacob could do pretty much anything. Uh, about a year later, they said, you know, we're looking to expand, calls up my father says uh hey Thomas Smigel uh you got any more of those Smigel boys uh they want to work and he says yeah I got this little young pup uh and Jesse he's he's ready to go well maybe he can sweep up the shop well maybe he could and about six and a half uh, about f- six years later I worked for uh Austin for about six years um I eventually la- uh, left off Austin Studios and she she has been one of my uh biggest mentors she's she's absolutely amazing uh Completely brilliant. Uh, Did she with mentor a work you ethic. at all in that period? Did she mentor me? Yeah, teach you uh, paint or, or teach you anything? I mean, the processes by which that I had to finish whatever her vision was, um, as far as her actually sitting down and saying that these are, you know, uh, specific ways to finish what she's going about. She really just kind of said, eh, "I'm looking for it to look like this." Yeah, go to town, figure it out. Okay, and so me and my brother then figured it out and that's why I, sometimes i, I claim uh, that i'm mainly self-taught as far as sculpture and painting and uh, electronics and everything else goes mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think even
3: when you get a formal education you end up becoming self-taught as you get away from the school and mm-hmm. find your own voice
0: and find mm-hmm. your own patterns and media and everybody becomes self-taught <laughs> yeah. So yeah that's I mean, great y- you get uh, an assignment to finish a project well you can either mm-hmm. you know, do it out of a uh, wire or something kind of lame where you can go, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna step up and I'm going to go out on the internets and I'm going to find out some product, I'm going to order it I'm going to figure out how it works yeah. I'm going to put it together and I'm going to blow the other students out of the water at least <laughs> that's what I was always trying to do <laughs> I'm very competitive though no. Very do-it-yourself
4: yeah, There's a DIY.
3: whole subculture of DIY guys out oh, there yeah. especially around Halloween, making their own props and mm. yeah I, I was into that very, very briefly I made an <laughs> I made an electric chair once, that's
1: about it Nice. I, I heard that you made quite some elaborate props for Halloween parties held in this very building.
3: Right.
2: Really? Where are they? Just,
3: they're all in storage next door.
2: Oh, God! <laughs> we
3: don't take, if we took out all of our Halloween uh-huh. stuff, we have to like replace everything. Yeah. This is, I should explain, this is a very, very lightly decorated uh-huh. Halloween inside Halloween the light house today.
2: at the Roberts house.
3: All right. So uh, take me forward to, I guess you met Gina at some point. You guys were together at place. How did the partnership begin?
2: Yeah, how did you come to the, the 18B?
0: Yeah, after uh, many years with Austin uh Wood I believe it was I believe it was a Thanksgiving or a yeah uh it was a Thanksgiving? Yeah. It was About a Thanksgiving dinner party. And uh, our mutual friend Tristan Moyer, she said, Jesse, you gotta come down come down to this party, eat some vegan tofu <laughs> turkey or whatever. And On like, Thanksgiving. Ugh. Can't wait. Can't wait we, to have some yeah. cardboard.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Seriously, though, those Morningstar Bacons, are you kidding me? Really? It's cardboard <laughs> with some dye on it. It's terrible. Yeah, all right. I don't we know. We apologize Maybe to all the vegans listening yes. right now. Oh, we
2: apologize. It's
0: absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. PJ's near
3: vegan, but mm-hmm. but not really
0: mm. hardcore. I,
3: I
1: personally love the cardboard Morningstar oh, Bacon. Oh, good for oh, you.
2: Goodness. Yum. Right. But that's because coworker. I
1: always liked Baco bits, like Bacos <laughs> as a kid, and that's basically just Bacos in a long form, so... To me, it's just like a snack.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Seriously, people actually bought those bacon bits?
1: Oh man, yeah. Those were like P-K-Z. a staple it? in my house. <laughs> wow.
0: Because that's like basically the leftover from Beggins trips. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the dog.
4: Bacon!
0: <laughs> made from miscellaneous. Oh my
2: gosh. Jesse, continue. Yeah, so we're uh at a vegan Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, so we're at this vegan
0: Thanksgiving party, and uh Tristan says, You gotta meet my friend Gina. And Gina goes, uh, oh, I got a gallery downtown. What do you do? And I said, oh, I don't know. I kind of do some big, stupid, crazy uh, sculpture. Bowl. Huh? Almost caught myself. You oh, go. you can curse. Oh well. Yeah.
1: Danny
2: said the uh, f word, and Cindy Funk's how said the p word on the last. Uh,
1: Cindy P-word? curses like. Yeah. A drunk. High I loved sailor. it. She
2: said the p. She called us the p word. I laughed when I heard she was it. Great. I almost peed in my pants. She, she
4: had a.
1: She called us petrified. <laughs> salamis,
2: mm-hmm. punks.
1: Mm-hmm. She h- might have had a
3: combination of too much beer. She and, had too and, many more Delos. Right. And yeah, us prodding she her was ha- on. we
2: were having that was a, we had fun. Let me just get this out so, there real quick.
3: I never properly thanked her for the last last podcast, Cindy. You were great. We thank you. It was a great yeah, show. it was. A lot Hopefully, of fun, we stirred Cindy. some shit up. Thank she you. She's a fantastic guest. We, yeah. It, it, if at all it sounded unprofessional in that <laughs> last podcast, it was because it was. Go go ahead, Jesse. Continue.
2: <laughs> yes, vegan Thanksgiving. So, damn it.
0: So uh, uh, Gina says, "Well, I'd love to see some of your work now. If anybody knows me or has seen me or any photo of me, perhaps know that." Uh, I kind of wear the same garb every day, and I also have on me a utility belt. Let's, he's very, very descri-
4: woodsman. Oh, yeah, here let's we go. describe Jesse to the world oh, <laughs> I mean, we could post a photo, but...
1: Uh... He's
3: very woodsman.
1: Wait,
2: wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me take care of this. Okay. Do. let do. Let me take care of this. Jesse is a live-action Wes Anderson character. If you've ever seen a Wes That's Anderson That's the worst movie. description oh, I've ever heard so of it's so true. It's so it's true. It's pretty he true, is I can a tell. a character. He is. Um, you will see Jesse on any given day in a pair of working pants with a utility belt and boots and a flannel shirt and a thing on his head. What are those things called? Uh, a, uh, a bandana. It's called a he bandana. He looks exactly the same no matter what occasion. He's very and Seattle's
3: Grunge movie. He but go well, ahead. Sort what, of, sort a, of. Throw out some Wes Anderson movies so our uh, audience. Knows. Oh, please don't. No. You know
2: how they describe all the the characters at the very beginning. You know, Jesse raises his own chickens. Jesse raises grubs to feed the chickens. <laughs> you know, Jesse would probably come up with his own breed of chicken if he had the time. Jesse has a giant gnome in his backyard and cars that are a hundred years old and and. I can't, so it's I can't, a 19, 20,
0: 29 Ford Model A.
2: Yeah, we don't even have enough time to describe. Yeah, I don't think there's it. any cars. That he has in his house. He's got jars and 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 bowls of, of bugs in water, and and he collects things. And and okay, we get it. We yeah, get it. it's it's quite amazing. He is a character. So
3: at some point in all that, you decided to start doing fine art with Gina.
0: Well, uh, at that party uh, with the utility belt, uh, as previously <laughs> described, uh, I just happened to carry a memory stick with oh. me, which has my portfolio which on it. Which
2: baffled me because I'm like, what is that? I'm not a computer that's girl. It's not a hammer, what is that it's thing? a twig.
0: It's a twig. He's holding up a USB. And so we plugged in this twig, and uh, she took a look at some of my work and she says, wow. Oh, this is really amazing. I would love to have you down at the gallery, and
2: let me add, he was very jaded, and he said, "I don't do anything in the in the arts district. i don't I don't participate. I don't like it,
0: like
3: he said it in a snotty way, or yeah, was-
2: he was just like, uh, I, i'm I, I'm busy. I don't have much time. I'm not really into the whole, you know, I'm an artisan. And I'm like, here's my address. You come see me at this gallery and and I think we we might be able to do some stuff. Mm.
0: Well, actually, at that moment, once once she, sh- she saw some of my work, I said, uh, I-, I think you had mentioned something about having DJs and music and whatnot, and I said, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's terrible, how's about this? How's about uh, I do live styrofoam sculpting every first Friday in your space, in a little back area, and somebody gets to see something that's not live painting and not horrible DJs, and not uh, you know loud uh, rock and roll music. Let's keep it art, but uh, but but make it a little bit interesting. Yeah, I like that. And she said uh, that sounds fantastic. So I recruited a couple friends of mine, and we we came down and we set up a couple tables and started doing uh, live styrofoam carving, which I'm. Um, Really not sure if anybody ever noticed or cared about. I've seen your studio and it looks
3: my first question is where do you get those huge pieces of styrofoam from?
0: <laughs> ah here we go, a plug and that, that'll help you know, segue us into what, you, what exactly you do there uh, the, the The foam distributor that I uh, deal with here in town is called uh, Creative Foam Shapes and they are awesome. They're good people's. So they help me out with a lot of, uh, a lot of things. They also all uh, print my stickers. For me. I make a lot of bumper stickers if you haven't noticed. Crazy I love stickers. Bumper I've seen stickers. I love your bumper. I love <laughs> stickers. We'll mention those later.
2: Sure to get pulled over by the police if you have a you how know. how
3: what's like the largest piece of styrofoam mm. you can buy from
0: this place? Uh, well the largest foam that you can buy in Vegas would be something that's known as a billet. A billet is eight foot tall by four foot deep by four foot wide. I believe in Salt Lake City you can actually get a billet that's ten foot tall by four foot deep by four foot wide. But here in Vegas, we just deal with uh, eight foot by four foot by four foot. Pretty big. It, it, styrofoam is, it's like the poor man's marble, but it's also like clay. It's, it's not only subtractive, but it's also additive. So uh, if you're carving away and you go, ah, oh, damn it, I really messed up on that big, old, big ass nose I was working on. You can hack off a piece of that styrofoam, take another chunk of styrofoam, slap some glue on there and shove a new piece of styrofoam and then go back to work. What kind of glue works? I'd imagine gonna give all I'm not going to give all my uh, <laughs> oh, trade secrets away. <laughs> okay, I have a lot of trade secrets.
2: Oh, oh Jesus! I'm always fascinated by Joseph. technique.
3: I, I don't know anything about it. I I saw a show once where they were carving it with a hot wire, and yeah,
0: uh, you can, you It can looked fascinating.
3: Very interesting medium. So I, I don't know anything about it. So would, if you don't want to, if you want to give it any secrets away, that's fine.
0: I have a YouTube channel where um, I show uh, um, theater secrets on how to make really big weird. You know, silly stuff. Just just some secrets that I don't mind giving away that are sort of generally known in the theater world. But uh, Max 77 spray glue is uh, a really great bond, a quick bond for uh, uh, styrofoam. And there's also Max uh, 79 spray glue. Now do you know the difference between Max 77 and Max 79? We got it. I don't
2: know where C- City Art City
1: Artcast, educating the masses. Right?
2: All those people who want to... S- Sculpt with styrofoam. The, the, right. Well, the difference—the mm-hmm. difference
0: between Max seventy seven, Max seventy nine—is two, actually. <laughs> That's yes. it. He's correct. I just checked the numbers. And also, <laughs> right. I forgot
2: to tell you, Jesse thinks—I stress—thinks oh. he's a comedian. Oh Jesus! He also uh, runs B Movie Night at the Huntridge Tavern once every like six months, where he whoa, writes whoa. scripts. Or I I've seen say, him
3: practicing for one yeah, before. Yeah. Do you have one coming up you can promote or No.
0: Okay. No, I no. wish. Okay. It's kind of a difficult process. I have him uh, very being,
2: busy at the gallery. He has no time.
0: That is true. Uh grew from you, there. You got more comfortable with the fine art scene. Yeah. Well, I had Less always dated. I had always uh liked the fine art scene, and I, I just didn't know if uh downtown Vegas was shooting toward really being Totally oriented toward really fine art.
1: Let me ask you a question since you just said that. Go to town, (laughs) brother. What Does it make a difference whether or not that scene seemed to be viable or growing in your interest in being a part of it?
0: No. I wasn't interested at all about selling work and I've never been interested about uh, selling my own work. I make my work for me. I make it for fun. Actually, I don't even sell my own work. Uh, I prefer to show, if I do show, in like the county or the 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 city you know, because they provide a space and the, and you don't have to you know try to push yourself as a as a, uh, a sellable commodity but just being around other like-minded people apart from all the theater people that I know you know it was just working for theater for so long and I'll tell you what if you've worked for the theater ever uh, I can get really uh, really old really quick and so uh, just being amongst um, all the downtown artists and, and I guess it was uh, I don't mean, know, it was sort of like a resurgence mm-hmm. in the downtown community at that time. I was really, really excited and really honored to, uh, to be a part of it.
1: Jesse, are you a native?
0: Yeah, born and raised. I, I grew up on 9th Street and then uh, I moved out and uh, me and my brother bought a house um, on 10th Street directly behind my parents, cause uh, I needed to move out, you
4: know?
0: <laughs> I needed to get away, cut that cord. <laughs>
2: Right the behind, backyard, hey pops, the backyards. Connect. So you were
0: now 30 feet away, 40 feet away, <laughs> yeah, 60 feet away, because yeah, when I was 10 feet away, it was rough, breathing down my neck the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> always on my back. Hey pops, I'm trying to live here. Yeah, so I'm a downtown native.
2: That's cool. Right. You're a
0: native. I'm a native too.
2: And you guys are very proud to be a, a damn right
0: Nevatitude.
2: Nevatitude. See that was I think we're the only two.
1: Hey. Hey. W- hey now. What's this what's this thing about Nevada
0: Yeah, whoa whoa whoa. <laughs>
2: whoa we, whoa whoa.
0: What's with all the Nevada <laughs> That
2: show's coming down today.
0: Uh yes it is.
2: Okay, so that that brings us to yes. the shows that we are getting together and putting up for next first Friday, and that was the reason You're why putting I wanted to a show
3: to... together next first Friday? He is. What's what's that show going to be about? It's
2: uh, and that's the reason why I wanted to have him here. Because it's a it's a sort of controversial show, and I thought it would be really interesting to what's, talk about. What's
3: controversial about the
0: show? Go ahead. Um. Well, next uh, first Friday, we hope to be opening. Hope to be opening. Uh,
2: <laughs> Our days are numbered. You don't know. <laughs> that is true. Uh,
0: a show called "Celebrating Existence," a show of atheism. Atheism. Mm, yes. How dare you? How dare you, sir? No.
3: You're just gonna upset half of the first friday going crowd i think
2: uh-huh. half of them
4: really uh-huh. you think no I, that I, much? I
0: actually don't think that but
3: <laughs> yeah i don't
0: think it'll be that bad
3: so what brought that on what what made you decide uh, i'm going to go out on a limb and assume you might be an atheist
0: oh yes i am a uh, a very very strict atheist uh, i jokingly say at some points that i'm a proselytizing atheist a militant atheist? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say militant. Proselytizing. Proselytizing. Well, For I the mean,
2: people who don't understand that giant word.
0: Right. We're
1: gonna. We're gonna. Why don't you go ahead and. If define. you're listening to this show and you don't understand proselytizing, <laughs> then please turn it off. No, actually.
3: <laughs> or or if this is reaching. Uh, Gina doesn't uh, Utah, think much of our audience. They can't spell anything. They can't understand half <laughs> the words. Oh no!
2: <laughs> don't blame that on me.
3: Uh, we are gonna blame it on you. <laughs> Actually, I'd like it if you defined what you think atheists are, and I'm going to ask maybe Gina to do the same, um, because I think there's maybe a lot of misperceptions out there. Go ahead and uh, tell us what makes you an atheist for, there might be obvious reasons, but... Sure. Go ahead.
0: Well, uh, I don't know. My my parents uh, uh, were non-religious when I was uh, being raised, and they said, uh, you know, we want to give you guys a good education, so they sent us to private schools. And uh, most of those were religious private schools. And I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I never got a tooth fairy thing or a Santa Claus present. My parents were very logical and reasonable about it. And, uh, yes, uh, Santa Claus. Yes, that's, that's adorable. That video game cost me $65. I hope you like it. <laughs> put I put it under the it. damn tree. Let me enjoy my coffee. You woke me up at 8.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Let's let's finish this. I don't know. I was never really raised with uh, any sort of a religious background, but but it had a lot of the training and a lot of the the, the backstory and the, the the biblical study.
2: That might have been kind of confusing for you, not not practicing any religion at home, but then going to the Jewish academy as a, a little guy, and then going to a Catholic school when you were older. So you got to learn about these different religions, and yet not practice anything at home, like the complete opposite.
0: I always saw it as just um, I, I mean, I hope not to offend anybody. Uh, what it is is sort of just uh, this human necessity for gathering and, and tradition uh, and nothing beyond that. I thought it was kind of cute. everyone wants to get together and break off a piece of bread and eat it and drink some grape juice like that's you know, that's cute. like um I'm, I'm glad we did this. That was nice. Uh, but then later going into like Catholic schools and and I sort of refused to go to mass, and I, I don't know. I think I got in trouble once for not uh, taking a Eucharist or something. And I said, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in this, and I, and I'm not doing it out of spite. I'm not doing this because I think what you're doing is wrong. I'm doing it because if I did it, I wouldn't be doing it wholeheartedly, and thus I wouldn't be doing your sacrament justice.
3: Were your parents steering you one way or the other? Like maybe no? you came home from school, and maybe you explained what you were learning about the Bible or whatever, but they just. It's kind of a good question. Steered you a different way, or
0: they were always open to uh, whatever me and my brother decided uh, that we wanted to follow. I'm sure if I decided to become uh, an Orthodox Jew, they would have been, you know, more than happy with, with that. Uh, they just really never talked well, about it described otherwise.
3: Well, you describe them as being non-religious, and I guess that's why I kind of wanted to hear your definition of the word atheism, mm-hmm. because a lot of people will kind of confuse the two. And you could certainly be non-religious, but not have a position on whether or not there's a God, which would be a little bit more adamant of a position, or an agnostic position,
0: sure, or a yeah. gnostic position. So, I, I think my parents did actually stem more toward uh, agnosticism, as they were both um, uh, scientists. And so, what what can you do as a scientist? Right, I, I
3: have to ask, what kind of scientists were they? That's fascinating. Uh, my mother
0: 100%. has been. Um, a professor of biology at uh, CSN for thirty-four years, I believe. And my father had his masters in uh, biochem. So they're atheists. Yeah, <laughs> they
3: the two tend to go hand in hand. Yeah, uh, I bit. think the ratio of scientific numbers on uh, non-religion is like something like eighty-five percent, you know, atheist, as opposed to regular population being more like fifteen percent. But but go ahead.
0: Uh yeah, uh, I don't know. They they never really discussed anything. Uh, about god or faith or anything like that it was well, we always just had rational discussions about things so they held a very uh, i don't know reserved and maybe it was because they were raising two young children and like eh, we don't want to you know but push our values or our views let let our children sort of discover their own uh uh perception of the world and they were very on the fence agnostics you know ah eh, well there's no proof that god does exist there's no proof that god doesn't exist so we'll just kind of say I don't know. After I went through uh, years of private school, which I w- I wouldn't wish upon uh, uh, my worst enemy, <laughs> by the <laughs> by, it it was pretty dreadful. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if militant is uh, the appropriate yet, but y- yes, I'm right. pretty adamant in saying that there is no God, and that sounds you know strange to the to the average uh, uh, faith holding person that you know life's not worth living there's nothing right. to look forward to it's all bleak right. we're all going to die you
3: immediately get you know well you don't believe in anything and, and that's simply not true yeah, we believe no, I'm in piles of things we just mm-hmm. are not convinced of this one thing
0: ah you say we so we are then atheists I'm together then i'm speaking for them the,
1: the, the character of Danny is, is <laughs> speaking for them. I'll speak. I'll speak for atheists myself. <laughs> Thank wow, you. Wow. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I you learned something lightly. new every day. I don't. think, Well, you might have learned something new. I don't think the general populace would think the general populace, the whole world that knows me from my internationally renowned television series. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, mean, I mean, I, 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 I definitely. I was raised in a non-practicing, quasi-Jewish household, but. um, I was definitely left to kind of fend for myself and, all right, so you decide whatever you're going to decide. It was never said. It was just understood, and my decision right. was but- I really don't have any evidence to tell me that there is something there, so I don't have any reason to believe that there's something there. And that was just kind of where I was at. Well,
0: I studied re- religion for years, and it's often funny. You know, Somebody will say, you know, uh, it, it's not a question of proof. It's a question of faith. Well, let's simply look to the New Testament. Uh, you know, the uh, 11 apostles after uh, Christ's uh, resurrection, after, you know, Judas is gone, are sitting in a room uh, with a locked door and no windows, and it says that they're discussing whether or not Jesus actually uh, resurrected, and then immediately he appears, as if ghost walking through a through the wall, and says, hey, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? Eh? Hey, I'm... A mirror, by the by. And they're like, oh, that's crazy. And ten of them fall to their knees. One doesn't. Doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas says, nah, this is crazy. You can't be uh, Jesus in the flesh. You just walked through a damn wall. You kidding me? And he says, ah, come here, check this out. Give me your hand. He takes his hand and he shoves it through the holes in his hands. And shoves it into the spear wound in his side. And says, no, no. Do you believe? And he falls to his knees and says, "Yeah, you are my Lord. That's that's amazing." So proof, that's, proof was needed. That's the apostles. Right. Okay, the the apostle. I'm just a dude. Like, if I'm, I don't need, I don't need the the sky to split open. I don't need Jesus to show up to me and put my hand <laughs> into his side. If I'm eating my Cheerios in the morning and I'm like, <laughs> I got more milk than I got Cheerios. Everyone knows this. Honey Nut Cheerios are delicious, right. but you can never <laughs> factor enough milk to Cheerio ratio for it to be perfect. You always have to either refill the bowl or just get greedy and go, shit, I'm just going to drink all this milk. <laughs> if I was eating my Cheerios and I get to the bottom, I'm like, damn, there's like a cup of milk in here. And boom, some Cheerios appeared. That's all I need. That's <laughs> all I need. <laughs> like that's the miracle. that. Well, would- that's what upsets me
3: is like nobody... You know, video recorded that or anything for prosperity. So no. there's no way to yeah. know for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, before we start talking about the individual pieces, I wanted you to talk about your why you wanted this atheist show. Well, we all know that you're right. an atheist, obviously. The show is for atheists by atheists. What's your interpretation? What What's your idea of the the final presentation? What do you want it to be? What are your hopes? and feelings about the show when it's all done.
0: Yeah, uh, jokingly, when, when we first kind of uh, put this thought together, a joking title for the show was "Faba For Atheists, By Atheists. And I wanted it to kind of be a little bit of a celebration of atheism. And that's why the title of the show is kind of a double entendre where it's a show of atheism. Yeah, it's an art show of atheist work, but it's also sort of raise your hand and say, yeah, I'm an atheist and, and I don't care. And is, that, anyone... is that like sort of a
3: coming out thing? Did you, did, did, do you think you had people who wanted to be involved that hadn't come out yet as atheists?
0: I don't know. Uh, actually, when I, when I brought the artist list um, to a couple friends of mine, they looked at the list and went, wow, like, really? Like this person mm-hmm. is an atheist? I did. That's weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, that's I'm w- still very surprised the names on the list. I'm like, oh, I had no idea
0: yeah and uh when I sent out the uh, the call for artists uh, i th- I think I only asked ninety ninety people to contribute to the show um in my call for artists i I said at the at the bottom of it after describing what I wanted for the show and if you are a person of faith, I apologize <laughs> <laughs> like, i I don't mean to offend I simply like your face and I like your art so uh you know please don't be offended if I'm asking you to be in this show, so you didn't a hundred
3: percent know you know strictly, you know, this person's an atheist, I'm going to ask them, maybe just putting it out there widely. Did you get any response back at all that was negative?
0: or A few, just a few, yeah. Uh, Not, uh, you know, uh, uh, blatantly angry at me or anything, but simply just stating the fact that either, yes, I'm Christian and uh, I don't want to be a part of this show, but but nothing, you know, really, really uh, angrily stated at me. That's good. Um, So, so the idea for the show, uh, apart from just like you said, like sort of a coming out party of uh, of atheism, was um, I think about atheism all the time. I think about all the time. I think that the most important decision that a person can make in their in their life is um, either the a choice of a religion or or of not a religion, as it sort of stems the moral backbone. Of of their belief structure, and I think that's incredibly important, incredibly important. And I thought that uh, if I proposed this show about atheism, that um, people would be pumped about it and would think about it as much as I think about it. But instead of getting a lot of pro uh, atheist or atheist. Um, sort of ideals. I got a lot of anti-Christian mm-hmm. sort of ideas, and I, and I believe there's a there's a big difference between being anti-Christian and being pro-atheist. Um, and not that uh, they're not completely separate. Uh, you know, it's fine to sort of uh, generally rib other religions, but to use their iconography as simply, I don't know, uh, you know, just this completely defamatory thing. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have. Uh, the devil taking a poop on Jesus. And you're like, ah, come on, man. Like, how does that define you? You're defining yourself by by making fun of somebody else. That's, that's not self-definition. That's... Well, you're just making fun of somebody else. And it doesn't...
3: Uh... Were you worried that maybe some people from the outside might be thinking that you're doing this strictly to be provocative? That maybe it's, you know, a hot-button issue? Um, and not so much, you know, a, a celebration of atheism, as you put it, but... But just because it would grab some headlines or or you know really just drag people's attention,
2: actually, I thought he did it just to drive me out of my mind and <laughs> that, be a thorn in my side that was so a to speak because <laughs> no, that's that's what he lives for <laughs> that's what he does
3: were were you uh, were Gina, were you opposed to this? no, I was show?
2: absolutely for it, and I think that surprised and disappointed him
0: <laughs> oh no, do no, no the the idea wasn't uh i did I didn't want um <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, people of faith to come with pickets and say, ah, close down this gallery. Mm-hmm. Your days are numbered. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't want that. If anything, what I wanted was, uh, people of faith to show up ready to petition this show, walk into the gallery and take a look at this and realize that atheists aren't these devil worshiping sort of, uh, Non-god, faithless, callous, cold people that were just like everybody else. They're human beings. Yeah, yeah, we're really nice.
2: Poignant statement. And
0: so you walk in, and and they would have their pickets like ready to go. Yeah, this is yeah. Let's do this. Oh hey, (laughs) like this piece. Wow, I really love Existence too. That that's wow. You guys like Mm -hmm. Existence? Wow, I have those same moral uh, uh, beliefs as well. This is. Really amazing! Wow, I also really love the Earth. It is pretty amazing, and all life on it is awesome. And then they would exit the gallery with their tails sort of tucked between their legs, because there was nothing for them to be upset about. And you're saying the things we all share
3: far outweigh, you know, (laughs) the couple little differences we might have. Agreed. That's very cool.
2: On that, why don't we um, describe some of the pieces that you've gotten in so far? I know that we haven't right. gotten all of the artwork yet, but we did bring some pieces for everyone to see in the in the studio here at Danny Roberts' house. We'll try to
3: have pictures of these as we're talking about yeah. them. I guess I can grab one at a time here, and you can uh, just recite the artist's name, maybe the title, what it means, um,
2: and if the artist kind of gave you a little description, like a personal description of the artist. You know why they they made the piece that they did
0: so who's this first piece by uh this is by uh jay bailey yeah it's uh it's like a quick sketch um piece sort of um very gestural and, and along its length it says uh we're just a bunch of monkeys trying to convince ourselves that we aren't <laughs> which is very good I, I was really shooting for um a lot of uh Carl Saganian sort of uh Saganian,
3: I like that. I don't that know. One.
0: Is it Saganian? It or, is now. Yeah. That's yeah. a great word. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I kind of I like that. that. In the book. And uh a little side note, um I think it was uh Jerry Misco just released uh a little print that he had that was of the stardust and it was star dust, two two separate pieces. And I contacted him, I said, Man, that would really be great for the show. I mean, I know. Do you, I don't know, do, do you mind kind of uh, uh, being in an atheist show? And he says, you know, uh, I, I appreciate the, the offer, but uh, I can't be in it. It just doesn't work with my moral philosophy. And I thought it was so perfect that, you know, the Carl Saganian sort of thing of like, Can you all you remember we are the exact is star, star if, stuff.
3: Do you remember the exact Carl Sagan quote on that? Just that All was... we are is star stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. But it was Stardust, and it was really great because yeah, it had the connection to Vegas and. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: That's interesting. I now well, we but not if when we get Jerry Misco on yeah. here, yeah, like to talk to him about his what this moral <laughs> oh, structure. Oh, I most definitely
2: is. would love to talk to Jerry and his moral because structure. Because <laughs> I've known Jerry a long
1: time, and <laughs> yep, I, I don't know if what he said. And and Jerry, you may or may not be listening to this, but I don't mean that in a bad way. But I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that.
2: Uh huh. Pin him down. That's right.
1: Very cool. Uh, the next piece?
2: That's Sue Limbert. Yeah,
1: Sue Limbert's piece. She's yeah.
2: also kind of hard having, to She's having a show, uh, a co-show at the gallery. She's in the smaller gallery in the back. And uh, her work is really, really phenomenal. Yeah,
0: have, she's, a, she's amazing. Do you have a title for this one? Uh, I don't know the title for this one. Uh, uh, give or Take, it's called. Um, but this was actually part of a diptych that she did of uh, um, sort of... Uh, uh, female figures vomiting out trees.
2: Oh, I saw it as
0: she was eating them.
2: Yeah. It, well, give or take, it's it's the sort of the <laughs> right. viewer's perception.
3: What do you think about that? Uh, do, do you ha, ha, maybe speak for yourself? Because I know it might be hard to speak for others. But do you hope that uh, a lot of the show is interpreted, or mm-hmm. how do you feel about people interpreting or misinterpreting? Do you think it's the artist's job to to correct interpretation, or do you think they should leave no. it open ended for the, for those reasons?
0: I, I think especially with uh, sort of um, atheism, as a lot of the pieces that we're getting are these really open-ended sort of wide ideas about either, you know, creation or science and our, our place in it. Um, uh, later in the show, uh, I got a bunch of work in that sort of um, epitomized what I was shooting for, and it was the mixing of the mundane and the magnificent, which I think is sort of the... Uh the, the the paradox that uh, the atheist is having to deal with. I got to go to work. I got to brush my
4: teeth. <laughs> you
0: know, I got to eat. I got to shove food into my gob, eat Cheerios. <laughs> but at the same point, I'm on a ball of rock spinning around the universe. Like, it, you know, the mundane and the magnificent, these things are really, really awesome. And so, uh, I'm hoping that a lot of artists are going to uh, to, to sort of utilize that. Um, another piece that we don't actually have here today with us was uh, uh, D. Wax's, Dustin Wax's piece, which I thought really, really epitomized exactly what I'm shooting for for the show. He took a handful of change, hucked it into a uh, glass-faced dryer, hit go on the dryer, and took a black-and-white photograph of it. So you have this swirling, that's going on from the dryer and this change sort of banging together inside of uh, this dryer unit. And it's just a black and white photograph of change in a dryer. How mundane is that? But we can... Instantly make a parallel to the forming of the solar system or the forming of the galaxy, swirling of gases and masses. And
3: it, it doesn't matter what that piece looks like anymore. You described it so well. I yeah. have to see
0: it. Yeah, That's it, cool. yeah actually, brilliant. I hope that the piece actually does that description justice. You have it already for sure, right? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. It just oh. got dropped off today. Oh, what
1: well, he described there.
4: it to? Well, Dustin better be a, there now.
2: He's a pretty good photographer, so I have faith. Pretty
1: good, Dustin. Oh. That's all you get. Oh. Good. Punch.
4: <laughs>
2: Unlike like, you crazy people in yes, the house. Yes, that's cold callous. Mm-hmm. Explain oh, this that, one, Jess. All right, this
0: next piece is by who? Don uh, Roos. Don Roos III. Uh, that piece is pretty funny. Um,
3: We're looking at maybe a 10-inch diameter, round, framed, what would you call that, mixed meteor, sculpture? It's got actual rocks definitely. on
0: it. Yeah, it's actually a meteorite um, uh, that he ordered off the internet, hacked off half of it, and smashed it apart with a hammer and glued it to this canvas with that a bunch poor of people. Rock came all this way just for that. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah.
0: sorry, sorry about your luck, pal.
2: Sorry about your luck, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, he, he glued it to this um, uh, canvas of a bunch of people holding hands, and he used these old Gaelic symbols of uh, uh, the moon and the Earth and the sun and life and existence, and then he kind of fabricated a couple of other uh, uh, faux... Um, Gaelic symbols with this giant meteor rock up the top, so it's kind of these meteor people uh, uh, paying homage or, or praying to this meteor rock. Obviously, again, working with the whole "all isn't we are that is star" sort of, stuff. Isn't that sort of religious? Well, yeah, and, and jokingly ribbing it a little bit, and I did. I don't mind a little bit of gentle ribbing. Right. It was only the the blatant. Um, uh, misuse of religious iconography or which you were against. Yeah, I, d- I don't want to make anybody. So that was one of the I'm rules. It's upset. like we're not,
3: you know, we're not going to have a bunch of, you know, Jesuses and mm-hmm. and and make fun of the image or, you know, just just attack religion. It's it's just a celebration of more core fundamentalist uh well, I don't want to use that word,
0: but <laughs> atheistic uh, you know, beliefs. Well, some somebody said to me at one point when I was describing the show, well, you're doing a show on atheism. That's like having a show called uh, "Non Doctor." Do do a, right. do a, do something about you not being a doctor. Right. I said, well, I think th- there's something deeper to describe yourself as, just being a person not of faith. Yes, that may be the side product of my philosophy. I am more than just a person that doesn't have faith. I do have these other sort of values, these other sort of things that make my my. my uh, Uh, choice in life interesting Mm -hmm. apart from just not being something else right
3: it's like what do you call people who don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster there's not really a word for
0: it fools
2: (laughs) (laughs) he believes in the Loch Ness Monster yeah Uh,
0: the the default position chupacabras (laughs) I am horribly convinced that the chupacabra is very real Well, you're probably right he about that. He
2: believes in Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. No, I was I just going to say, no, the default
3: position true. in life is to Jesus, not be convinced Mary of something Doso. until you have evidence. So <laughs> That's the definition I'm comfortable with. I think with. this
2: is our last piece, or did I bring the Matt Cooper's piece? I don't well, know we'll just sum up I no, with this
1: one. I Matt like Cooper. this piece.
2: Yeah.
0: There's only so much talking about art. I
1: right. know that
2: you cannot see. Well, this is a teaser. People well, need to come to the show. Well, hopefully will come down
0: and see some of it. Um, the the last piece that we're we're gonna discuss is uh, uh j w Caldwell um, I guess he's um, pretty known in the last about mm-hmm. two years for doing a sort of a screaming screaming animal series mm-hmm. which are always hilarious uh, this one that he uh, uh, brought to this show is uh, sort of a primitive ape skull screaming, gotta have faith. <laughs> Which is just really good, and it ties together well with uh, the Jay Bailey piece about we're all just monkeys trying to convince ourselves that we aren't. Um, so, uh, again, he's he's uh, uh, hit gold with this uh, animals screaming mm-hmm. statements. I love it, uh, and I'm I'm really uh, happy that this piece is in the show. It's it should cool, be rather funny.
2: There's a lot of really really good artists in the show. I'm
0: oh yeah, really proud
2: of the lineup. Very surprised that a lot of them are atheists. Never knew. But very, very proud of the, uh, the amount of quality artists we have in this, uh, in this show. The,
0: the, the How one would other... you know if
1: they were atheists?
2: Well, the show is only for atheists. No, no, no,
1: no, no. But I'm saying you said I never knew. Well, I
2: just, I just wouldn't I think it's imagine. sort of like saying. I, I don't know. I guess to me just a regular person is somebody who believes in something. And I This, I don't again, know. is I the exact thing that I'm fighting exactly. against. I, I mean, exact. I mean, I'm mean, i just, I guess...
0: I believe in something? I do believe in something. I, I believe in the human here. race. I, I, I believe just never in, realized right, there were so, and so happiness? many
2: atheists in this world. I just that's never that's realized.
3: Talk. What do you think atheists are? Or Me? Yeah, I'm, I well, mean, saying something like they don't believe in anything, but well, we're really not, just talking just, about one thing. I just mean thing.
2: in religion. You know, everyone, just from how I've grown up, everyone had some type of religion, whether they were completely you know strict religion or they just you know believed in certain things you know religiously it just i it's foreign to me for someone to be or to admit at least that they're an atheist and and they don't believe in any type of god or anything you know close to that I think
1: the big difference is that atheists because they don't subscribe to a sect of something they're not flashy about it so if you see someone with a cross on their neck, generally you can presume that they're of some sort of Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atheists aren't running around, for, I mean, shouldn't be, running around for the most part with like, you know, a cross, crossed out around their <laughs> neck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like, you, you there's, there's not a, de, you know, there's not a sign. But I mean, it's sort of like saying, oh, I never knew that Joe was gay. Well, what would, what would have set him apart from you? And that that, I think, becomes a really interesting subject. And I think that's what Jesse was trying to say is that, you know, atheist just people. Right. And they're out there, and they're not, but they're not in your face because... They're not selling you something, right? right. The the, the that,
4: only that definition that, for an
2: atheist is you don't believe not in a god. You something.
3: Yeah. It doesn't tell you anything else about the person. You don't know right. if they're a Republican or a Democrat. You don't know, you know, what race they come from. You don't know anything. It's just mm-hmm. that they don't mm-hmm. believe in a god. That's pretty much the only point. There's no edict after that. There's no, you know, doctrine after that. There's mm-hmm. no church after that. It's really just the one point where right. we're not convinced, you know, and and there's not enough evidence. So, but obviously, something convinces you. I don't want to get too heavy. Uh, and 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 you've got you're a believer I uh-huh, guess.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: And you don't have a problem with the show being at your gallery? Not
2: at <laughs> all. We this is America. We do what we want.
3: I was going to segue into you were going to do a piece for the show. I
2: was going to do a piece for the show, but it was going to be too funny. And I didn't want to show up any of the other artists, so I decided too, not to do too it. Too funny. I'm
0: not. I'm not concerned about it being too funny. Like I said, as long as the work has uh, uh, enough levity to it, or is or is ribbing enough in its kindness, that's fine. Uh, Evan Dent, uh, a friend of mine, uh, he 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 put together a piece, and it's just a picture of Jesus, and above it it says BRB, and below it it says LOL, JK. <laughs> Which was which was just enough, and uh, as far as uh, funny enough, I don't know. I'm uh, putting together my piece for the show. It's an infinity symbol made out of hearts with an otter and a kitty cat kissing.
1: (laughs) I kind of want that now.
0: I actually don't get it. It's called uh, it's called how to start a big bang. In parentheses, Ah. don't cross the streams. (laughs) That's awesome. It's the cutest thing ever. Oh, we had we had Jesse. an otter come into the gallery the other day and it was adorable.
4: And uh, like, an otter. yeah, an otter, an
0: otter, an an otter came otter, to the gallery
2: otter. a couple weeks ago. So we it, have pictures, it to walked in it by it. itself
0: or did yeah, it just bring came it? in and it, it uh it took, off, it took off its fedora, put down its hat, <laughs> and said, I'm a traveling business
2: <laughs> otter. It jumped from neck, Jesse's neck to my neck, and we hung out.
1: A traveling business otter. Yeah. Oh
0: well then, it, well then, it went to the bar, and the bar, t- and, the, and the bartender said, "Hey, you know, we got a drink named after you." And the otter said, "Really? you Got a drink named Steve?" It's the oldest one oh in the book. I know. That was a good grasshopper <laughs> joke, though. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> hey, do you think? Uh, can I interrupt the proceedings, Jesse? Can we, can we get you doing a uh, a promo for the show um, as a Oh, my God, my brain just hit. The Macho Man
0: Randy Savage. No. 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 No, oh,
2: no. Oh, no Macho Man. Oh, my God. why did oh, yeah. I?
1: Oh, no, Jesus. Like,
2: why did I just have a brain fart.
0: Man? I can do Carl Sagan, too. No,
1: not Sagan.
0: Promo um, for another, another
1: There's another one you do. Um, uh, the actor, older, gray hair. He was in Pulp Fiction and a bunch of other things, but I can't remember his name.
0: Forget oh, Christopher Walken. Thank
1: you, Walken. Oh, uh, I boy. guess, I don't know, Go. I can do uh Gotta have
0: more cowbell. Walk-in. I know
1: I've heard you do a walk-in.
0: Yeah, I've... D- oh, <clears throat> yeah. I've done a walk-in before.
2: He's never gonna stop now.
0: I don't know. If you, uh... But I
1: want an intro for the show done like Yeah,
2: that. can you do that?
0: I don't know, uh, what am I supposed to say? Uh, you said, hey, this uh, is just...
2: This is Wait. Christopher.
0: This is, yeah. don't this is, walk over, let him... This is, uh, Christopher walk And, uh, just hope you come down to the show at Blackbird Studios... It's a show of atheism. If you don't like it, uh I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's gotta be
3: a soldering iron? It, I
1: it, well
2: it to you. I was gonna say if you don't like it you can go awful. to hell. <laughs> okay,
1: sorry. Back to, back to the serious atheist <laughs> talk, blah 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 blah.
3: Well, I, I was gonna ask um another question. Would this be
0: something you'd wanna do yearly or um yeah actually that was a a thought that uh, crossed my mind for some time I really love the name of this show I really love the description of this show uh I would really like that um I I can really get the atheist community sort of uh proud and aware and uh, readily available to sort of show off themselves but as far as a yearly event I, I, I don't know I'd love to have it again um and really give it a, a longer time so that people have more time to get together and and put together their thought and not just right. have like piss Christ crap. You know?
3: There's a there is an actual Las Vegas atheist group in town. Um, I only know of them. I I went to one meeting once a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I did too to promote the show. Okay, I was Go gonna back. ask if there was any connection.
1: What do you think about that? I mean. I was at uh, uh, Jason's Deli once when there was this atheist yeah. group meeting. Right, there. yeah. That's yeah. where they go. go. Okay, yeah. so I wasn't on my question. And I guess I didn't understand the point if if it's a group of people who the only thing they have in common is that they don't believe in this one particular thing, what's the point of meeting? Like, why why would you need to have some sort of community, I guess? It's, a, it's a mixer.
3: Yeah, it's a mixer. There's a lot of regulars who'll go to that, but there's like, Offshoots. They'll do like poker night or game night or bowling night. Um, I
1: get the social aspect. I guess what I don't get is if you are a person who doesn't subscribe. Well, I mean, and and I know there's a difference between having a uh, a belief in God and then subscribing to a religion. Those are two different things. But I I, I, I guess I wouldn't have ever thought, hey, I want to find other people who also don't believe in God. Like, is it just religious It's an excuse for a social gathering?
3: Absolutely. We're all social creatures. It's almost not fair. If you're an atheist, you know, you don't get to go to church every Sunday. You don't get to uh, join your church groups and stuff like that. Like, I've always been jealous of Mormon families. I don't mean that in a jokey way, but, you know, they have a a highly active Mm -hmm. family life, and it's very, very tied to the church, and um, there's a lot of things they do together. Atheism, you know, if you're an atheist, you generally don't have those things, um, so yeah, they want to socialize, but without making a atheist church
0: in air quotes, mm-hmm. I'm putting, uh, I don't know what that would be. Um, that's uh, a way to do it. The church of the Subgenius. No, uh, <laughs> actually that was exactly what they said to me when I went to the, uh, uh one of the meetings was, why, why do you guys hold this? I mean, well, you know, why do you want to get together and, and, uh, have it under the guise of, uh, let's meet because we're atheists. And I said, we just wanted to meet like-minded people and have sort of a social gathering, that, uh, that we could have an excuse to go to.
3: Right, and they're always promoting like science lectures that'll come to UNLV. I can't remember any specifics, but it'll always be a great talker. you know. If, if, a, if The an ghost coming, of
1: Carl Sagan. Right, <laughs>
3: <laughs> if there's an author coming to great. town. So th- there's that function of it, too. They're, they're very much into scientific lectures or, or talks about, you know, if Christopher Hitchens were coming to town for a debate, they'd be all over it, you know, that sort of thing.
0: Actually, I found that they weren't really... Um too much into <coughs> atheistic literature, they um didn't seem to even know that uh uh had was recently right. putting out a new book. They had really no concern. they just, hey, I don't believe <coughs> I'm not walking around with a what is a, a you know a letter to a Christian nation underneath my arm. like I'm not a proselytizing atheist. I just eh, I want to meet somebody else that <coughs> if I'm gonna go to a bar. And we start talking, and we're like, hey, how you doing? And then they go, oh, well, can't wait to have the that's Eucharist. That's how all you sound. How you doing? Can't, can't wait to have the Eucharist tomorrow. And then they go, <laughs> the Eucharist. Like, now we can't really, like, talk on an intellectual level because we have, uh, you know, differing uh, uh, opinions.
2: Okay, that's where I would like to say something. Because I <laughs> remember. oh please do. You've okay. been quiet Jesus for too Mary long. And Jesus, and, and, and Jesus, and Mary, and Joseph. This- I love when, when Danny says Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, like the uh, the heading of the very first episode when you say it right. It's the, the funniest thing I've ever heard. But anyway. Hey, now. When you said just now, um, if we go back two seconds, about, okay, now we can't have a discussion. I remember when I first told you that I was religious and you're like, how could you be, how could you believe in God? How could you're you be brilliant. this smart? How could you be smart? How could you be
0: this smart?
2: And believe and, in God. And, yeah. It was like, oh, the fit, even I'm his sorry. face probably, changed. And I'm like, oh, that's atheist oh, mistake okay. 101. So should, only yeah. dumb people believe in God. And I believe, I, yeah. I mean, and are all atheists like that, Jesse, or is it just no. you? No, I,
0: I'm it, just it, a it's mildly Jesse. a jerk about it.
2: Really? Because a lot of the atheists I've met have said the same thing. Well, you know, we're smart, so we don't believe. You're dumb, so you do.
1: No. They're giving atheists a no, bad no. name. Yeah. On, the,
3: on the record, and, and even I do I not agree right. with that. That's, that's retarded on its face. Uh, there are smarter people than me who do believe in God.
0: Okay. Very true. Okay, oh. and, and I didn't mean when, oh, well, now we have sort of an intellectual uh, impasse here that we can't uh, uh, surmount it. It's simply, <laughs> I have a core system of beliefs. You have a core system of beliefs. These two things are not going to mingle well if we were to be in a relationship. And that's what the atheist group... What was talking about when they were meeting is, if you're sitting in a bar and a pretty lady next to you says, "Oh, uh, how are you?" and you say, "Oh, great, Uh, Eucharist," and they're like, "Oh, no." Simply, there's a different core of beliefs than mine. Can I tell you from
2: from just general general research of hanging out? We don't talk about the Eucharist in bars. I'm just saying, I've never met one chick who's ever talked to a fella. And then started talking about the Eucharist. Well,
1: the interesting thing is ladies hanging out at bars, (laughs) picking up dudes, uh, probably are only... Like really religious in name only, <laughs> I mean not that's not not right. casting, but I'm just saying like it's sort of like it's sort of like when you're oh Jerry Misko in is moral whatever. I mean uh, like
3: I think PJ just nailed you.
1: No 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 I, I'm not I'm not. It, it's just interesting that you know the people define themselves a certain way, but it's sort of it's sort of like we were discussing actually when we weren't recording. I said you know people who don't subscribe to religion tend to. Be more intensely educated in those uh, faiths because they take an active interest in it. Whereas people who are raised in a very religious household, it they sort of just absorb it. It's sort of like when I studied Spanish in college; I learned all these little grammatical ticks that people who were raised speaking Spanish don't know. They can't spell properly because they're just baseline. You know, I speak Spanish; that's what I do. Whereas I intensely studied it, so I knew all these things.
0: It's kind of two different approaches coming at it. Hmm. Uh, Jim Gaffigan uh, has a pretty funny thing that he says about religion. He, yeah, you know, oh, you're Catholic. Uh, you know, uh, don't eat meat on Fridays. <laughs> uh, unless you forget. <laughs> eh, whatever, don't worry about it. See you on Easter. <laughs> he says, uh, you know, I'm Christian. Uh, I've never read the Bible. I don't have to. Well, that's kind of what the mentality is these days. Like, I, I don't really know uh, many... Uh, professed uh, Christians that would say that they've read the Bible. Which seems kind of crazy to me. I figure if the Lord creator of the universe provided you with a text that gives you everything that you would need to know to live a happy, healthy, and and uh, heaven ridden uh, lifestyle why the hell don't you know that thing backwards and forwards? Oh, I know because it's crazy. <laughs> It's insane. Have you
3: read the thing? It's nuts. It's about half crazy. There's inspirational stuff in there. There's literature worth For studying. every one bit of boy, cuteness right. in it,
0: there's about ten bits of crazy.
3: And, and like I would ask Gina, like, do, do you believe that book is the actual no. word of God or no. do you understand no. it was written by man? Well, then where man? do you pick yeah, and choose course. Yeah, yeah. It's it. fallible.
1: It's, it's well, funny. Gina, would you say that you are just a believer in God but not a believer in a particular religion because you were raised Catholic,
4: right? I
2: was raised Catholic, but I was never forced into it. Like we were, you know, back east, everybody was either Jewish or Catholic. We would go to, you know, Catholic church on Sundays and get bagels on the way home, of course. Um, but when we moved here, it was sort of a choice. And you know, as a, a little kid, I couldn't choose to drive to church on Sundays by myself. But everyone just kind of stopped going. But I go now, I guess, for the a community aspect of it because it just reminds me of when i was little and when my grandparents were alive and you know i take from it what i what i like and then i i you know there are things i don't understand but who understands everything you know i'll be the first one to say i don't know everything about you know everything and and who does except jesse
0: uh, no, no i just figure the creator of the universe could have figured out pi because uh, <laughs> actually in the in the old testament it it Tells you the uh, uh, ratio of a of a circle's diameter to its circumference, which we know is pi. But it says in the Old Testament that it's three to one, which is not right. It's not even close to right. And uh, I that don't means know. nothing I, to I me just, now. Right.
2: I just want pie. Well, I, do you have any pie oh in yeah. the fridge? I, Pump- no. <laughs> I
0: don't want to keep it heavy.
3: Pumpkin pie. I don't want to keep it heavy on the religion side. But is there something that convinced you? I mean, you're you definitely believe there's a god. Is there something that convinces you? outside of the book and the religion? Every Uh, day. Because I'm always interested to hear that part of it. Why are you a believer?
2: And then we can move past this. It may be Her
0: Cheerios fill up every morning, that's
2: why. (laughs) Every single day. Every morning, Hey, hey, let her talk. Every single day. Um, I don't know if I can attribute it to being just a crazy artist, you know, crazy person, but I see these beautiful things every day, whether it's staring at the stars in the middle of the night and having such beauty... Or, you know, walking down the street and seeing a little kid fall and somebody go from across the street to help them up. I see this beauty and it hurts my stomach so much that I have to believe that there's something bigger, you know, kind of looking down on us. And 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 maybe not so much guiding us, but just kind of looking out.
1: Can I ask something, though? Uh-huh when you see the horrible things in the world like things that happen in Syria or Afghanistan or how do you not say how could a an intelligent god let this happen
2: yeah. I do I do So is
1: it is it hard for you
2: Yes it's very hard it's That's why the, I don't have a TV It's called I the problem
3: of evil it's a it's an apologist argument
2: Yeah, Again that's you know those images are gut wrenching and and make everybody question everything if you're a human being you know how could you Um, you know, I go and every once in a while do little projects with, um, kids who have terminal cancer and do, you know, art projects with them. And yeah, I still believe in God. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I tell you what, I go home and then I'm grateful that my son is there and alive and it's just a, it's just a thing. I don't know.
0: I was actually surprised that, uh, no artist that uh, submitted work to the atheist show did something along the lines of you know uh, children starving in Africa or or you know uh, recent uh, floods and disasters or whatnot. I was really surprised that none of that was sort of brought up. Uh, I think in the the Onion Atlas for uh, the picture for Sierra Leone is uh, a young girl holding up her arms and both of her hands are lopped off, and the um, Little snippet underneath it says a Sierra Leonean girl, probably waving hello. <laughs> it's awful. It's terrible. But uh, but I'm really surprised that there was nothing about like flesh eating, you know, bacteria or anything. I like would that. think that'd be part
3: of your edict of not, you know, going after iconography or.
1: But it's not. No, a...
0: that's general ribbing, and I think general oh, okay. ribbing is fine. Okay, well.
1: See this
2: this is a very it's a very (laughs) this this whole show, that's why I was I was really pro this show. It gets people talking and intelligent conversation hurts nobody.
3: Well I'm not gonna take any credit for that, but (laughs) to bring it back to your point real quick, I just wanna say I think atheists are right alongside with you the whole time. I mean, there's a lot of things we don't know either. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of you know, we, we get the same gut swell about things, we get the same emotions and get worked up about things as well. We're human after all. Um, but it's just, you know, after that, we don't think there's some force controlling all that. We just kind of think that it's all happening right here, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, there's a material world in Mm -hmm. in charge as well. So, um, we'll understand the human side of it, but, um, it, it it is beautiful. It is profound. It is emotional, but, but we just don't go that extra step. And it's like you kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, right. (laughs) That's where we're at. And so we don't go and say, Oh God must've did it. We, we don't have that proof or, or we don't see that part of it so that's basically what an atheist is yeah. we just don't run down the oh i don't know so it must be a god that's not really an answer for anything it's just putting a label over a mystery
0: agreed i mean my my heart uh you know swells every time i see a children uh child fall and somebody go and help them up i mean how, how would you not uh we're, were social creatures primates uh, oh geez that little kid just fell down oh and somebody picked him up like that the, of course, uh, you know your heart's going to swell about that, but I wouldn't uh, attribute it to somebody sort of a uh, ghost handing this person in into that position right. of it helping the too child. I believe uh, strongly in in the, the the human element of that that uh, that we simply have the strength and the want to make society and life for humans better. Uh, so, maybe not. Of course, so if you believe that God
1: created humans in His own image, then. There's the this, mm-hmm. the show of God right there. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know if Gina was going to pop in with mm-hmm. that, but and you could. But then you know you look at he the reverse side. Mind. But then <laughs> when when, when yeah. someone does something terrible, you go, oh well, where's the where's the hint of God in <clears> that? And that that <throat> for me is, well, is read a tough the Old thing. Testament. You yeah. know that's God's that's pretty pissed off. I mean it's easy. Testament. It's and that's where I think you get the stories where there's you know uh, an evil force acting upon that mm-hmm. that person. And but that to me that's a write off. Like that's saying, oh well, we'll just. Instead of, instead of holding that person... It's almost like the, the, the insanity argument, you know? Instead of holding that person responsible for what they did, it was like, oh, well, they weren't in control of themselves.
4: Mm-hmm. But that's that's a whole nother thing. But, I mean, yeah, to me,
1: the point is, all people feel pretty much, for the most part, the same things. It's just how we... Uh, uh, rationalize the causation correlation uh, functions, you know.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. perfect. To to bring it back to art real quick, you said you were going to do a piece for the show, but it was funny. Do you mind describing what it would have been or maybe you'll do it in the future? It
2: was my sort of take on the spaghetti monster. Oh, I like it. It was... uh, Mine was sort of like an answer to his to his atheist show. We all know that I'm a Catholic girl. I guess, you know, Catholic girl. So I was going to do... I read all about the... (laughs)
4: Hey now. Listen to
2: you, fellas. Anyway, um, I was going to do the Virgin Mary, which is, you know, we all know how special she is to me. And um, I was going to have her eating a bowl of spaghetti, kind of like from an upside-down position, (laughs) but... I decided. That's
3: pretty awesome. That's yeah, pretty scathing. It,
2: and it was gonna be called Enjoy Your Spaghetti in Hell. <laughs> I, just I thought it would real just subtle. be like
1: <laughs> Yeah. Subtle like a awesome.
3: subtle like a hammer. <laughs> I just wanna explain real quick the, the flying spaghetti monster <laughs> is a made up atheist <laughs> argument that that you know, when you get into an argument with a theist, well, what do you believe about God? You know, mm-hmm. They really don't know what God is, what he looks like, what he does, where he is. Yep. So, so it always comes down to, well, it could be a flying spaghetti monster yep. in space. You don't know. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. So atheists make a big joke out of worshiping the flying spaghetti monster. That's well, not there, real. To, well, there's
0: actually the church of the flying yeah. spaghetti monster. Right. Two years after the church of the flying spaghetti, the spaghetti monster got formed, there was the new reformed church of the flying spaghetti <laughs> monster.
3: If you, en- if you enter flying spaghetti monster on a Google image shirt the fabulous painting of um, Michelangelo's
0: yes, Sistine Chapel with yeah, Adam yeah. reaching brilliant. towards God, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's God's brilliant. replaced by the <laughs> Flying Spaghetti <laughs> Monster. It's beautiful. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's absolutely well, brilliant. What's
0: kind of funny about the whole uh, Flying Spaghetti Monster thing is it, nobody even really knows about this thing anymore, but the Church of the Subgenius. Is anybody familiar with the damn Church yes. of the Subgenius? Maybe I've heard it. Could A you explain? A fictional religion based on uh, clip art from uh, <laughs> the late <laughs> 70s, early 80s. Uh, Mark Mothersbrow from Devo had a lot to do with it. Uh, I'm actually a a registered minister of the Church of the Subgenius. Surprising. Uh, I I love (laughs) that religion. It's absolutely hilarious. It's great. Mm -hmm. You should join.
3: Earlier you mentioned um, some Uh, stuff. What? Well, uh,
0: if you want to join my religion, all (laughs) all I'm going to say about my religion is that we don't know if we're right. But we do know that our religion is better. Because, because we offer eternal sal- salvation or triple your money back.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, I get it. Just Ba-dum-pa. so you guys know.
3: Earlier, you, um, we made mention that you make some bumper stickers. And they've oh. led me to believe that you've pretty much been making atheist art all along in the form of <laughs> some of these bumper stickers. Because there were some references there that were obviously pretty atheistic. Can you describe a couple of those favorites? I really get a kick out of them just for the audience who's never seen one before. <laughs> Maybe they'll come down and buy one at Blackbird now. I, I really think they're clever.
0: Oh well, cheers! Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, I love uh, bumper stickers. I don't know as a as a medium of expression, they're awesome. You slap it on the back of your car, and you're stuck behind somebody, uh, you know, in traffic. And here's here's my view about the world. And I thought, uh, well, you know, let's use this this common form of expression, but manipulate it with um, uh, sort of common uh, iconography of uh, uh, products like. The Pepsi symbol or uh, the, the one up Mario Brothers mushroom, and let's just put it into a completely nonsensical statement. And uh, I guess some of my favorites are, uh, or at least the ones that lend themselves to, uh, to being atheistic, is uh, I crucifix bowling. <laughs> and so it's a. Instead of nice I heart. Little, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're familiar with this, uh, this structure. Eh, just break it down a little bit make it funnier. I like that. Uh, I think I think my my absolute favorite and I believe a lot of other people's favorites is uh just simply says my other truck is Jesus. <laughs> and a lot of people when they when they want to get the sticker they're like, "You know, but I don't have a truck." And I said, "Well, no, slap it on your goddamn lawnmower. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> Put it on your briefcase. It'll be hilarious." Uh, the, the, the last one that uh, is often really confusing for people, it says uh, I, and then Jeez. there's a picture of Jesus with the crown of thorns sort of looking up and to the left, Very, you, uh, you know, like, oh God, why, why hath you forsaken me? And then it says Jesus. So some people say, oh, it's, uh, it's I, Jesus Christ. Oh, it says Christ at the end. So it's I, Jesus Christ. And no, it's actually I, Christ, Christ that's a
2: it's big I seller christ. people like that one too they like the mm-hmm. i christ christ one they do
0: oh, i didn't they know do. that well there you they go didn't know it was a big seller
2: yeah people like it especially the like people who come in from uh, out of town what is this crazy business
0: this and where, is las vegas and where could you <laughs>
2: find these bumper stickers
0: oh at blackbird studios in our gift shop i actually uh have put together two new uh bumper stickers as part of a little bit of merchandise you know just for the fun if you want to come down to the show and take a look at the show and you can't afford a piece? Well, that's fine. You can afford a bumper sticker. They're only about a dollar. And uh, the, the ones that we're working on right now are uh, s- sort of a little bit preemptive, I guess, about uh, uh, the uh, political running that's going to be going on next year. So they are that very standard format. And they say, Atheism, and underneath is Rationalist. And there's a little American flag, apostrophe, 12. Sort of
3: vote Atheist Rationalist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit joking about it. Yeah, that's who who not going to happen anytime
4: for. soon. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: It
3: was a noble effort, though. So, I guess my last question would be uh, would Gina maybe ever consider putting together a religious celebratory show I don't know. as sort of a counterbalance?
2: I don't know. I I guess, um, you know, for a couple of years, you know, from Neonopolis and then Place Gallery, we had. Always the Dia de los Muertos show in November. The what? Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. You know, and, and that that was very religious. A lot of um, you know Christian or Catholic people, you know, who believe in that holiday would put their sort of their interpretation of of that particular holiday in that show. We didn't have that show this year because everybody else was doing that show. We decided to do it different. Give it to Jesse and let Jesse curate. You know, the atheist show. I don't know if if I would even be interested in doing that. Um, I think there's way too many other, you know, groundbreaking artists that need to be seen and and other artwork that needs to be, um, you know, discovered and talked about. And people see religious things all the time. Yeah,
3: I was going to answer my own question by saying the same thing, you know, (laughs) give the atheist this one little forum. There's religion art everywhere. Yeah, I don't
2: think we need to counteract it at all. I'm proud of the show. I'm proud of Jesse. I'm really excited for it.
3: You know, I was never actually invited to be in it.
2: That's him. You Just look at him. Record,
3: yeah, and get that, out there.
0: that was my fault.
2: Just for the record, though, Danny, we know how busy you are, and you always say yes, 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 and then you wreck your brain, and you're so stressed out, and you say, oh, I've got so much to do, and I've got a million pieces to do, and I have to do, do I blah, say blah, yes blah, blah, blah. to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Every time I ask you for anything, you my say My piece yes. was
3: going to be a painting of the Pope mobile with the with the Pope in it. You probably would have disqualified it, <laughs> but behind it would have been like a nice little uh, gas nozzle hose hooked up to a... a Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing down the mobile. I had this image in my head.
2: See, that would have been brilliant. No, that Jesse would have loved that, that because been Jesse good. loves dinosaurs, so get on here five do love dinosaurs. You have five days. Make a baby one.
0: Yeah, you do have five days.
2: Five days. Can do it. Go.
1: Just do a pencil
0: sketch.
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: a little graphic.
2: You should. An illustrated graphic. Yeah. A new you bumper should. sticker? Why not?
0: I love it. I love these bumper I don't know things.
1: how quickly <laughs> they can get
0: printed.
2: We're magic. We can do it overnight. Well... That's about all I have. Yeah. Um, Where are we at?
0: Where let's, uh, When's the show? Uh, let's see. Uh, what is it? November 3rd, right? November, November 3rd. 3rd is first first Friday, Friday is the uh, opening. Preview uh, Thursday. No, wait, yeah.
2: Preview th-
0: yeah. Yeah, Preview Thursday is November 3rd, right? November 4th. The 3rd is, third the is Thursday, so yes. Yeah, the, so the opening is uh, uh, Preview Thursday on the 3rd. Uh, first Friday opening is going to be on the 4th. And uh, closing reception, I believe, is then on the 29th. Yep. Something like that. 29th yeah.
1: of November. Yeah. So the show is up through the month of November. Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. At yep. one month. Blackbird Studios. Blackbird Studios, at, yeah. What is it, 1551 South Commerce Street? Thank 15 you, PJ. 1551 South Commerce. I something. obviously don't have any
3: of the information
2: the in front info of me. Man. He's the info man. Ha- he's the man with the plan. He knows it all.
0: Yeah, it should be a good show. Uh, How know, many pieces
3: uh, do you think you have all altogether?
0: Uh, of the 90 people that I invited... Um, 45 showed interest, and 24 ended up uh, actually submitting work. Did you get any
3: formal press out of it from uh-huh. of the local rags? I see don't know Love? yet.
0: Uh, I mean, we sent off some things. Um, but, uh, again, I, I don't know if uh, anybody really wants to write about it. Uh, is, it is it that thing that's going to incite Something, or right? Is it that fun, kitschy thing to do? And that's where my
3: mind's at. That you'd almost want something to kind of happen out of the show, just yeah. just for the headline. I but
0: re- I really was was adamantly working against that. Yeah, I, we, I we didn't, didn't really want, put it
2: out there so um, much.
0: Press to be, like, what's this gallery doing? What? I wanted it to be more like, oh hey, uh, did you see that show? That show was pretty good. Uh, oh, I really agreed with a lot of those things in there.
1: It's a good thing that this city has a podcast uh, on which we can speak intelligently about such topics. <laughs> right. Not this one, but yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> not,
0: <laughs> not I was about to say, so which, which podcast is that? Someone should do that. Because we should, we should uh, subscribe to that podcast. <laughs>
3: well, well, I uh, think the show's cool. I hope it comes out really cool. I'm really just glad you're putting it together. It's a great topic. Cheers. Thank you. It's definitely yeah. uh, out of the ordinary, and, and, and I hope you do one every year.
2: Yeah, it should Cheers. be very interesting.
1: Thank you for being with us, Jesse. Yes, hey, Jesse,
2: thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, and waking up and coming down and talking to us today.
0: That ain't no problem. <laughs> you got a show every Appreciate year it. for it. <laughs> be good.
3: <laughs> Do you have any other announcements, anybody?
2: Um. Oh, uh. Sue. Well,
0: uh, yeah. If, if we don't mind, uh, uh yeah, okay. Sue Limbert's uh, show at uh, Blackbird Studios. Running uh, the same times. She's gonna be in the. Uh, the middle gallery, uh, right after you would walk through the uh, Atheist uh, show. And what does she do? Uh, her wor- uh, her recent work is called, um, well, jokingly, Wishing You Whale.
2: Wishing You Well. It's beautiful work. She's never been shown in an actual like gallery downtown before, so this is sort of her coming out show. And it's mostly <sighs> watercolor, but um, she's really, it's really hard to describe because like, I don't know any artists that we could say her work is like it's really feminine and but stoic. It, the whole feeling through the show is really it's amazing. I I really love it. Like the first day we met her and saw her artwork was that was the day we decided, okay, you need to have a show. She was she didn't even come in wanting a show. We just said, "You need to have a show. So start painting." And, and it was really important People to show say that her. to me all the time. It's
0: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and specifically try to find somebody who uh is going to be able to... Once you walk through the Atheist show, and then you go, all right, what else we got?
2: It's whimsical. It needs to be
0: completely whimsical and and treated with such levity. It's really beautiful. And it's just like a bunch of whales being picked up by hummingbirds, and the whales are crying tears. Not that it's a statement about, you know, the whaling industry or anything. It's just simply this really funny imagery of, like, pelicans carrying Mm -hmm. whales while a ship is being devoured by a... Uh, an octopus underneath and it's just really hilarious uh, it's definitely something to is really see great. Yeah. I,
2: I like i said i can't compare it to anything it's really we haven't seen it yet here in vegas and i'm really proud that we get to show it first
0: Cool. it is really nice
2: yeah cool
3: and let me just mention real quick that at statement art gallery november 4th we're gonna have a new show from laura zoller in a show called "Outside the Chrysalis," very majestic and provocative. We're very excited
1: to have her. So, how long is that showing in the Statement Gallery? All month
3: until yeah, all month until December's first Friday. So I don't have an end date, but the whole November, month November
1: through the through the month of November Statement Art Gallery, located upstairs right. in the Arts Factory at the corner of Maine right. and Charleston.
3: Might want to get a podcast out of her too in the future.
2: Yeah, all right. I love Laura. She's a good girl.
1: Can I? Can I? Do a little self-promo.
3: Oh, my God. You have something to promote? Uh,
1: Yes. I have a uh, show that I'm curating at the Barrick Museum at UNLV that will be up uh, um, until January 15th. It opens probably before you're listening to this. (laughs) Uh, It's called Spinning Tales from Fremont Street. It's actually an exhibit of original art sketches and scripts from the new anthology comic that I edited and published called Tales from Fremont Street. And it's a... uh, it's it's showing kind of in tandem to the uh, Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival. Awesome. So that's which is when does that start again? Well that November is November fifth. Until or <laughs> just on that day. I It's guess. November fifth. No, it's for three that's
2: days. It. It's November fifth. The comic 5th book festival six, is just November fifth.
1: Oh. Gotcha. You can edit that part out because it's not gonna be relevant to whoever's <laughs> listening to this by then probably. Well we might get it up in time. I might get <laughs> it up in what, time. That's Where is the
2: comic sad. book festival gonna be, by the way?
1: The Clark County Library, located okay. at 1401 East Flamingo Road, at the corner of Escondido. He's good. Look at this guy. I know he? yeah, he's, he's good. like a Google Maps.
2: Yeah, he's <laughs> a Google Maps.
1: <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. Uh, that, it's really <laughs> funny that you say that because I have a friend that calls me Maps for that very reason.
0: Well, I spelled that it wrong, but you name. corrected We're it. Call him it was maps. Great. We're
3: well, call him thank maps. you again, Jesse. Thank oh, you, listeners. Cheers, thank Pe- you. <laughs> Appreciate you being here. Um, thank you to Otherwise. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook.com slash Artcast or email us at sincityartcast at gmail.com.
1: And remember to subscribe on iTunes and rate us five stars and tell your friends and <laughs> hugs it to everyone. Write a
3: review, Aww. positive or negative. We'll take it. LOL. Hank's Look Around Cafe. <laughs>